Hello and welcome back to another episode of ST Talks. I'm Laura Demmer, your host, and today I'm here with ST Genetics Central Sales Sales Region oh, Central Region Sales Manager, Pete Dupengeiser, and owner of Arizona Dairy Company, to discuss the exciting red and white style program and some of the success progeny of this program has achieved. But before we get started, I just want to thank you both for joining me today. Thanks. Happy to be here. Glad to be here. To kick it off, I just gave, you know, some brief introductions, but if but I'd like for both of you to please introduce yourselves and maybe a bit of your history within the red and white breed. So, Justin, if you want to take a stab at it first. Uh, sure, Lauren. Uh, my name is uh, Justin Stewart, uh, Arizona Dairy Company. Uh, we, in it, we are in our new location in Gila Bend, Arizona, uh, where we're this year we're celebrating uh, 50 years in business. Yay. So um, we're, yeah, we're a family owned business and operation with my wife and her two sons and their wives and our five grandchildren. Uh, everyone works in the family business, uh, which is the exception of one. We milk uh, 3,250 Holstein cows three times a day and we farm about uh, 6,300 acres. Uh, if you, a little history on the red and whites, uh, you know, the kids started showing early in, uh, at the county fair level. And uh, one of the kids uh, one year said, you know, I, I really kind of like those red and white Holsteins. And so <laughs> that was a quick key to me, like, huh, yeah, they're kind of nice. They, and so we, I, that's what started us breeding and, and buying uh, some of them to, to compete with. And I, I know I always remember when every day when I would go out to the dairy after we had a couple of them, I would look out at across all this, you know, big sea of black and white Holsteins in the corrals and the open dry lots. And uh, it would always be real obvious to me, the red and white ones would just jump out at me. And I, I always appreciated that because I could quickly go to them and, and check on them and see them along with all the others. Uh, but it was, it was those red and white ones that stood out and the kids could always find them real easy and go walk them and lead them. And, and just being out there in the general population while they were growing before the shows, it was, it was kind of nice to have that perspective of them. It was really nice. And Pete? Yeah. So, um, as many people know, I, I'm a transplant from New York to Wisconsin. Uh, we had a dairy in New York for, for many, many years with a family and, uh, a little over four years ago, I guess, I came to Wisconsin after we sold our dairy in New York, but we we just couldn't get the cow thing out of us. So we still maintain um, a big group of registered Holsteins that are scattered about um, with uh, Milk Source and many other partners because um, we just we just love it. So we continue in that. But I took a job with ST Genetics as a salesperson, um, working with larger dairies, I, I would say in Wisconsin, Michigan, Indiana area, and uh, enjoyed that immensely. Loved being on the dairies every day, working with people, trying to put genetic plans and programs together. And then a little over a year ago, <clears throat> the uh, central region manager position was open and was asked to consider that, which I did. So, um, that's been enjoyable as well. I love working with the sales team and, you know, trying to help dairy succeed in that way. So uh, the red thing, I have to be honest, because there'll be people maybe listening to this that know me. I have not been a red guy all my life. Matter of fact, I I could be a, could have been heard uh, belittling the red cow years and years ago. And most of that was because compared to the blacks, they there wasn't a lot of milk, right? So I I was a 
dairy guy and it was important for me to have cows that milk. But that has changed dramatically. The red breed has just made gangbusters of improvement and um, very exciting. And I think the quality and the great udders we're seeing with red cattle today is impressive. A lot more milk. They milk incredibly well, like the blacks do. So very, very exciting movement in the red breed. And so I have become a convert. And, uh, you know, back for us, is, that's added a lot of excitement for us, too. So, yeah, I think there's there's a lot to be excited about with, with reds today. Great. Well, thank you both for those introductions. And we will just kick off the topic with Pete. Um, so ST Genetics has always had a very dominant stand when it comes to type genetics in this breed. Could you give us um, maybe a bit of history of this portfolio for for ST Genetics and where we stand now? Yeah, sure. Um, I think, you know, if you look back, uh, we, we have really put a lot of effort into developing red genetics with ST. And if you um, <clears throat> go back, really two of the, the bulls that were kind of anchors for us for a very long time were Jordy and Awesome. And both of those bulls are approaching or at 5,000 daughters now. So, you know, they're bulls that have had a huge impact on, on the breed, but also they continue to. It's not like, yet certainly they're in pedigrees and, and that kind of thing, but there's also young, awesome and Jordy daughters that still do really, really well. And I think a lot of the reason for that is because they have been cattle with great udders and they have they have stayed around and have done really well for people. So they are kind of the anchor bulls for us. Um, and then we kind of moved into the altitude and moving, you know, era. Um, those bulls again, great udders, bulls that have done really well. And you know, I think altitude and um, is a bull that really people should be using. He is has done a lot of great things besides just udders. <clears throat> and you've got a guy on the call here that can testify to that. He's got some pretty good ones. Um, and uh, <laughs> and now we're kind of seeing the era of bulls like Architect, Aircraft, Style Leader. They're being used really heavily. And I think if you, you look at a common thread between all those kind of eras of bulls, they are from great maternal lines that are transmitting and they have great udders. And so I, I think that's something that we're seeing that is that is really, really exciting. And those are kind of the bulls that I see today that are going to move us forward. And how do you, Pete, see most customers, like when you're out talking with your sales reps or even on farm, how do you see most customers utilizing the genetics available through this program? I see kind of three different groups in in the red breed. I, I think probably in black and whites as well, but certainly see it in the red breed. There are those, that first group that wants to push production, TPI, and we have some bulls now that, that allow them to do that. We have a second group that want those solid no-holes cows. They enjoy red cattle, um, and they, they just want – kind of bulletproof cows to milk in their herd and, and have them be red or red carrier. And then a third group that wants to chase that, you know, show winner, um, wants to the possibility of maybe even being on the, the colored shavings. 
and we have that group. So I think we're blessed at ST to have great diversity so that we can meet all those needs. Um, We have bulls now like Redley, who is a super exciting red carrier captain's son. He's over 3,000 TPI, 170 combined fat and protein, but also nearly two points of type and 1.6 on udders. So, you know, that kind of bull really moves the needle for us. He is, he's just a bull that fits in that, that group that really wants to push that high TPI. We have 20 bulls now that are positive on milk and over a point of type and over a point on udders. That was nearly impossible, you know, even five, 10 years ago to have that many bulls that were positive milk bulls and still bring a lot of type and utter composite. Uh, Doral is another bull that fits into that category with over 1,200 pounds of milk, nearly three points of type and 2.5 on udders. They're for sure leaders in that category of people that want to push TPI production and still have red cattle. Those dairies that want no holes bulls, we have we have a lot of bulls that, as I said, that are high product high production bulls, long lasting bulls like Rally. He's over 1,100 milk high health trait bull over a point of type and 1.5 on udders. So and then the type group. For sure. You know, as I mentioned before, architect, altitude, aircraft, style leader, leader, and we're going to talk more about those bulls later. But those are bulls that on the show side are really are really getting it done. Thank you for that, Pete. And Justin, as a breeder, what bulls are you currently looking at or maybe that you just find intriguing right now from the ST Genetics red and white style lineup? Well, no question. The uh, my my go to in the past has always been uh, Jordy Red and uh, Awesome, and we've had a lot of nice calves come out of those two bulls. Uh, but more recently, it's been Altitude uh, for the most part, uh, right alongside uh, Moving, and um, those two Altitude and Moving have just been spectacular. Some of the Moving calves today are look really really stylish. Uh, and then more currently, uh, the most recent IVF sessions and stuff like that w- that we've done, it's been style leader and aircraft. So <clears throat> I'm kind of a feet and legs sort of guy, like the whole breed sort of needs always work on feet and legs, I think. And I, on the composite side, I, I love to every time I go out and look at the calves and I find one that really pops out to me, I, I always look back at her genetics and or her genomics and say, well, what, what's her foot and leg composite? And every single time, hundred percent of the time, the foot and leg composite has been 1.5 or greater. And so as a standard, as a breeder for some of these style show winning cattle that we're trying to breed for and have long lasting uh, lives on our dairy farms, uh, I've used that foot and leg composite as sort of my minimum or real close to it if I can get it uh, is a 1.5 composite. So, of course, we're going to use, you know, the high type and utter composites. And I think Style Leader, I want, actually, I know, uh, Style Leader and Aircraft both do uh, at least a minimum of a 1.5 foot and leg composite. So that way those girls get out there and they track and they grow and they got good, healthy feet and legs and um, you know, it just makes it for a longer lasting cows to get them up to their, you know, third, fourth, fifth lactation and really get uh, some longevity out of them. I just, I just love those. Definitely. And 
Pete, you we just kind of touched on some of the history and you mentioned some of these uh, newer bulls, but can you tell us about um, some of the up and coming bulls that you had previously mentioned for this program? And maybe we can just dive a little bit more into their genetic profile. Sure. I, I feel good, though, because all the bulls that I mentioned were the bulls Justin <laughs> liked, too. So I feel better about that. I must be hitting the target pretty good. Um, yeah, so I, I think the bulls that we listed, you know, the four bulls for me that come to the top and the style side of it are altitude, aircraft, architect, and style leader. You know, those are the guys. And 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 I don't, you know, you talked about new up and coming, and I don't want to leave altitude out of that. Maybe he's not up and coming because he's already here and we're seeing the great daughters that he is, but I don't want to leave him out of this discussion because he is he is really making the right kind. Great, great, great otters. And I think cows are gonna last a long time. As you know, he's he's over three on type and two six five on udders as a proven bull. Great dam, you know, on the Adler cow, tremendous, you know, uh, maternal line. And so it it's it's exciting, you know, and he's a positive milk bull as well, you know, which I think is something that we, we need to keep on our radar. Uh, with the milk, with the with the red breed, you know, we we are gaining tremendously there, but we need cattle to make milk and and be productive dairy cows. So it's something that we need to continue to focus on, and he delivers that. The bull, I guess, I would say the new bull that I'm most excited about, and and obviously they're in the same family, architect and aircraft. Architect is very exciting for me. I I just think he's a you know, again, he's a 200-pound milk bull. He's he's a bull that is 3.82 on type, 3.326 udders. He's a Hancock out of an artist, integral, and then back to Apple. And aircraft is in the same family. Different um, dam, but sisters. And a 92-point artist, tremendous. And then also Wickman is in that family. He's not a Red Bull, but he's also in that family. And then you know, there's a there's another bull at uh, Blondin that's also in the same family. So that they are transmitting. Uh, it's a tremendous cow family, and Architect also is a bull that uh, is very good conception. People have had good luck with IVF with him, and the the calves that are hitting the ground are long and stylish. I'm not a guy that can tell you the next great one in a hutch, but. Um, boy, the calves do look pretty. They are they are very, very stylish, long, pretty kind of calves. So I'm super excited about him. Aircraft's very similar, as Justin mentioned. You know, he's certainly, he's a bull I think you need to consider. And then the other bull would be style leader. And again, I think we're seeing really high style, long necked, balanced calves hitting the ground with style leader. And he's a little different. He's a moving out of a king dock. Um, that was a really good cow. And then b- back to that Dempsey Luella, who was 94 points. So great family. Again, I think the consistency here is incredible udders. Um, you know, and I think that's open rib and incredible udders are absolute must to win in the show ring. And I think we're seeing that with all these bulls. So they would be the ones that would rise to the top for me. Well, thank you for sharing that, Pete. And I think it also just reflects back to your earlier comment that all of these bulls do have incredible maternal lines behind them as well. Um, and Justin, you know, one 
red and white household name for ST Genetics has been Jordy. And you had mentioned him earlier. Um, and you guys own a Jordy daughter who has achieved some pretty outstanding results. So could you tell us about Scenic Edge Jordan um, and kind of what made her stand stand out to your farm, what, she's, what she has achieved, and maybe what you have crossed on her to make to make the next generation? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's pretty easy for me to talk about uh, our beloved uh, Jordan Red. Um, she's a pretty special cow in, in my mind and my family's mind and uh, certainly my granddaughter's mind. We purchased her a long time ago in early 2019. And so we uh, first got her out and at the first show in California. And I just remember all the entrance in there and, and walking, parading her around as a, as a young heifer and she ended up winning a junior champion the first show we had her in. So I was very impressed and got a lot of comments on her. Then we took her to her, her next show up in the national show up in uh, Richmond, Utah. And same thing, junior champion again. And I thought, wow, <laughs> this is a pretty special young cow. And, and uh, so that was the point that we decided, I think it's time we, we go and take her to Madison and get her on the colored shavings and see how well she does. And so we are all excited as a family. We got out there and um, right before she took the, uh, went out on the colored shaving, she got a little stomach ache and boy, she was just a pistol. She would never give the judge a look. She was constantly spinning around in circles and we had high hopes for her. She ended up um, placing ninth and was the second junior in there and her stomach ache went away and she went back out as the second junior and, and uh, was perfect. So unfortunately she was ninth that year, but we decided she needed a second chance and it took her all the way up to the Royal and got her out there on the shavings there and, and walked her around quite a bit and ended up being junior champion at the Royal. So that was very honorable for me and, and very memorable I just, I just was tickled. And so <clears throat> she had her yeah. first calf and, and uh, of course, 2020 came around and we had the show in Ohio that year and uh, she ended up unfortunately falling. She lost some of her milk. And so we didn't take her to the show in Ohio. So it was now we're on to 2021 because everything was shut down in 2020, you know, and Madison in 2021 came around and, and we had lots of high hopes for her again. And she put everything together after her second calf and was just looking apart. And I remember um, going and seeing her in early 2021. Of course, she lives at uh, Maple Lake Futures there in Delaman, Wisconsin, and under the watchful eye of, of Tanner and and Corey there at, the, at Maple Lay, and they just do a fantastic job for us and lots of other people. But I remember Corey specifically, he he got her out for my wife and I when we got there and he led her and it, I, it almost brought tears to my eyes when I saw her because she, <laughs> it was, just gave me goosebumps. And so I was like, wow, that is a cow. And of course, uh, we felt so good about her and she, she won a couple more shows earlier in that year. And, and then we took her to Madison and she ended up being intermediate champion and then Supreme of the junior show. So she's a cow, uh, like you said, that's, uh, sired by Jordy red and, uh, just puts it all together for me and for, uh, obviously a lot of other people. And, but she's currently bred to altitude. So I'm really looking forward to it is very exciting for me. And of course, this year she's uh, looks uh, amazing again. 
and she's just about due to, well, she's due to see the classifier now. Uh, so any, any week now, I think she'll be ready to see the classifier. So yeah, she's currently bred to altitude and we'll probably stay on that one for a little while. That's very exciting. And speaking of altitude, you have a handful of daughters out of him who have already performed very well for your group. Uh, you have Apple, Apple partners, Ainza, you have Cress Hill smoke, Cress Hill spicy red, and my personal favorite, Leola altitude destiny. So could you tell us what about these altitude daughters kind of caught your eye and maybe where you see these individuals going this year? Yeah, the the, the altitudes have, have far and above just stood out to me uh, when you're looking at all of their daughters. And he's a pretty pronounced bull. I think he stamps them out quite well. Uh, and so that's why we have, have I guess, a few of them and, and continue to breed and use altitude. Um Anytime we can keep these girls going and, and get them out in the show and to show off their genetics, it's it's fun for us. So uh, Ainsa, the first one you mentioned, mentioned she's she looks absolutely amazing. She's currently uh, bred or yeah, she's she was bred the first of July uh, to architect and uh, smoke uh, the next altitude. Uh, Crest Hill smoke red. She did great for us early in the year. Uh, early in her life. And I just recently picked her up and she's back home here in Arizona and we're going to get her on the IVF sessions and continue to make uh, lots more beautiful little calves. Uh, Spicy, uh, she's a a full sister to smoke. And I would say she (laughs) is no exception to the, to the altitude bull. She looks amazing. She's probably one of my favorite younger ones right alongside destiny. Um, she is, she's due to be bred tomorrow, actually, and uh, to architect as well uh, on spicy. And so that'll, that should be a, a nice calf when it comes out. Uh, Destiny, uh, we're going to, she just went dry a, a couple of days ago. And so we're giving her a little bit of a rest. And so any of these show animals or the, these high type ones that, that, that I fall in love with, uh, it's just, is kudos to the breeders my fellow breeders out there that, that make these beautiful altitude and Geordie daughters. And, and, uh, we just couldn't be happier with them. We really, really couldn't. So, um, when we can keep them going, keep them getting pregnant and having their calves on time and, and they stay together and want to go out and show, uh, and keeping them healthy. That's just means the world to us. And, and it's fun to get out there and, and see all my fellow breeders and, and compete. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing all of that with us, Justin. And Pete, when you're talking with customers, you know, looking to create the next red and white show winner, how are you advising them to use these kind of deep portfolio sires that we have available? I I would say the conversations about breeding show type or style cattle are some of the most fun and interesting that I have because I don't think there's two breeders anywhere that agree. I mean, it, it's, just, <laughs> it's just really good. You have people that say, oh, this bull, man, he is, he's it, right? He worked so good in my herd. And you drive down the road and they are just swearing about how rotten that bull is. So it, it is really exciting, but it, it's hard to deny that some of the bulls that we've talked about, you know, Jordy and, and uh, Altitude and and some of those bulls, awesome, have, have made some great ones. I mean, they, they, they will leave a legacy for sure. 
Um, but really, I think the biggest thing that I tell people in your breeding program is know what your goals are. What, what do you what do you really want to accomplish? Are you trying to breed that special one? Are you just trying to breed a really good solid herd of milk cows that's going to function well? I mean, if you want to get to colored shavings, then then that you're, you need to focus your plan on that. And as I mentioned before, you got to start with open rib and incredible udders because you, if you don't have that, you don't get to first base in the show ring. So, you know, that I think is really, really important. But knowing your goals, what do you want to accomplish and making sure that you stick to them? Because if you're bouncing back and forth and all over the place and you don't have a program and you don't stick to your goals, you're not going to make progress for anything. So, I think that's the biggest thing that I recommend to people. Um, just really know what you want to accomplish and then move towards that goal. It, it was exciting to hear the bulls that, that Justin likes. And he even mentioned architect and a couple there towards the end. So I think I got all the bulls right that he was uh, talking about. <laughs> I feel really good about that. Um, but yeah, for us, I mean, we have we have made architects and altitudes out of bath. So that tells you what I think, you know, two of my favorite bowls are for sure. Well, thank you both for joining me today and for sharing your insight into the red and white breed and into the ST genetic style program. We, we really appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Lauren. Good job. This was another episode of ST Talks. If you like what you heard, you can find more episodes on your favorite podcast platform by searching ST Talks or ST Genetics. And if you want to learn more about ST Genetics, visit our website at stgen.com or you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And from all of us at ST Genetics, have a great day. Mm-hmm.